You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Hello, gentle listener. While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve the sort of language usually reserved for sailors on leave. If you're of a delicate disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. Ah, there. What? No! Take two. Geeking out across the globe. Hold on to your butts. It's the Geek.io Show. You know what's hard? Trying to keep up with a person who actually plays drums. And, uh, yeah, on my little desktop drums here. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the first show of 2018. This is episode 226 of your podcast to Playground, the Geek.io show. Recorded Thursday, the 4th of January, 2018. <gasps> and I am CJ. Because it's shown in bullshit. Boat. And I am Raul. I forgot to put in something in the show notes. Uh, I'm, da- uh, I'm Dale. Holding the dog. Campbell. Still getting duck whacked. I'm Rachel. Carrie's muted. Carrie's <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, I was I was waiting for your witty nickname. Ah. No, I'm too cold to be witty. I'm Carrie, missing subtle cues, Wilcox. Oh. I'm tired. Oh. On to the news. <laughs> <laughs> Onto the nudes? What? Yes. <laughs> nudes. Oh my god, you guys. So, as uh, per the huge, the first episode of the new year is has been for the last four years, because we've been doing this for five years now. Best of the previous year. Again, I've been doing this show for five years now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can quit anytime you want, CJ. How long I'm not a quitter. No, hang on. For a third time, how long have you been doing this show? Five years. <laughs> and there you go. Now you have a first soundbite. Can we? Can we just name the show Five Years? Can we just name it Five Years? <laughs> uh, five years and my uh, amount of colored hairs because I'm blonde and thusly going gray is not going to affect me any. Has increased insurmountably, especially since Raul's joined me. What? Oh. Um, <laughs> CJ throwing that hot shade early in the episode. Yeah, and <laughs> took that off the bingo card. Who had. In the past, like, five years. But then <sighs> I've been working in, in uh, my current job for five years. Huh. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're not. I don't want to go into, like, memory lane. Um, 
except for you know this last year. So what we do every year is we kind of take some serious, we take some stuff. Most of us are game players, so we pick games, stuff we watched. I personally broke mine down into anime, television, and movies because hey, it's my show. Um, uh, Geek.io episodes because we're self-indulgent bastards. And I put in other category for news, things, other things that you enjoyed and things like that, because I had the news category. And then looking through 2017 news, I almost wanted to kill myself. Can, so I, do, oh. can I do a quick yeah, plug? Go, I'm not doing news because, no. Go no, check out the biggest... Stuff. Sorry, go on. Yeah, If you do want to listen to the countdown of the biggest uh, news of 2018, or 2017, uh, listen to Dale and I go on a hour and a half rampage of it on Generic Live Show, airing this sometime. Sunday. This you time. want to know so, what the best news about 2017 is? The 2018 now it's exists. Over. Yeah. So, um, so we don't like end on a sour note because that's how you have the the best of year uh, template out um pick a day it, it, it was bad oh, well, no, come I mean, on no dale and, I actually, dale and i got into a lot of the good parts of 2017 well a lot of some of the good parts of 2017 like a giraffe giving birth yeah. and nothing else of no good happening in the world i mean yeah, no, like, CJ, I, I, no. I went to the like new york times like top stories of 2017 earlier and it's just like Okay. Somebody's a sexual oh. harasser. Somebody died. Somebody's a sexual harasser. Somebody died. Jim yeah. Trump did a thing. Like, now, but, but also, um, I, think yes, was, thing in I think he was on that list like three times. You had uh, terror attacks, Vegas, New York. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, not Kentucky, uh, Connecticut, Texas. Hot yeah, garbage. Just, I mean, oh, you can yeah. argue the, the sexual harasser thing sucks. However, the good news is. People are finally believing women when they speak up. That's and, and that is part of the that is one yeah. thing that Dale and I went on to a really long tirade about is the fact that because of all this, yeah, women are empowered at this point. That's like half the episode. It's no longer a well, what so, did you anyway. do to yeah. instigate this whole situation? It's a oh, oh, that's still bad regardless of what happened prior to it. Right. Yeah. So, by the way, spoiler alert, that's one of the two things that I have on my others category of good things for 2017 is really strong, empowered women really made a uh, comeback in this year. Oh, oh, here's another thing you can add, CJ. The three top grossing films for this year all starred women. There you go. Um, There you go. I was going to say, CJ CJ can add uh, pussy coins to to the list. That's a reference you'll understand on Sunday. (laughs) <laughs> we talked a lot about the dong and crypto kitty on sunday and, and, and you broke broke dale with crypto kitty uh, uh, yes i completely decimated dale on air with crypto kitty i still don't get it <laughs> nobody I, does that's the points you grow your <laughs> pussy or something cryptocurrency at all <laughs> so even hey your pussy gets bigger or something i, I i'm confused Dale's broken. Don't break well, Dale. So since I have one thing on my um, uh, others list checked off, I'm just going to go ahead and say the other one. Uh, since it's not a thing that I watched, uh, Hamilton's real good, and I discovered it in 2017, and it's real good. But is it real good? It's super good. One of, if not the best thing that has entered my being in 2017. Like, Hey, if anybody wants to get two tickets for me for Hamilton, I'd totally be okay with it. Four would be awesome because my kids would lose their shit. I almost got to see it on Broadway, but the tickets were $300 a piece for the bad seats. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that we were looking at nosebleed seats out here at, uh, whatchamacallit, in Tampa, and I was like, ah, ah, ah. 
do I want to go on vacation to Australia or do I want to see Hamilton? Um, yeah. um, D- um Dale, Dale. You, you almost got like a 2 a.m. phone call going, Dale, talk me off the ledge. Tell oh. me Australia's better. And, Dale. And then, <laughs> and then um, I'm like, do, no, do Hamilton. Also, at least I do. And this was something that mainly it was back in the day. It was me and Slater bringing up disappointments of the year. But I do want to talk about some disappointments of categories when we get to them as well. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not a requirement. And in fact, a couple of my don't have them, but you know, they're there. So let's start off about games. Okay. Uh, you want to start with the worst first? Uh, we're, my disappointment of this was uh, a tie because I couldn't possibly figure out which I, di- which I disliked more between The Surge and the Final Fantasy XII remake. Whoa, I thought you liked the Final Fantasy XII remake. Yeah, and then the ending happened. And then, like, the second half happened. And then Hot Garbage. Then it reminded me how bad that game is. They they didn't clean up nearly enough of it. It it left a lot to be desired. The top half is... It was the worst, but it definitely just... And I have literally every single U.S.-released game. The top half of Final Fantasy XII remade, uh, the Zodiac Age, got, got put together really well. Um... And then they just kind of forgot about the second half of it, and yeah. that really dragged down the game. Because for me, like it's it for me, it's always it's not how you start, it's how you finish, and because that's what's going to leave me off is I mean that's how I leave a thing is the ending of the game. Um, and to be honest, the only reason why I'm still playing the surge is because they gave it to me, and you know, I, yeah, I'm I, watching I, you play it, and it's like it's not even Dark Souls good. No, or, it, no, 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 it's not even like. It, it just seems like it's it, it was thrown not even together. Dark Souls bad. Yeah, yeah. it's it, not it even is a bad together. Dark Souls game. Yeah, it, it does feel put. It does feel just like forced and rushed, and including like Assassin's Creed level um, glitches, and that's infuriating, well, especially on a game where timing and precision is everything. <laughs> uh, anybody else have any other disappointments on games? Uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two. There you go. Oh my god. Did you actually play it? Did you pick it up? No, hell no. I didn't <laughs> want to give him any money. I, I, I didn't even want to like give him rental money. Just to like try the story, but like, oh my god, it's like e, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 or EA's search for more money. And <laughs> also worst thing of, of last year, the gambling boxes. Yeah, it got to a new high. Like between Shadows of War and um You mean a new low? Yeah. 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 Because it's like, why are you selling loot boxes for a single player game? I didn't get yeah. that. That actually I mean that did put me off on Shadows of War. Um thankfully the rest of the game is solid enough for me not to be like, you know, this is this this ruined it for me because I just don't touch this the I just don't touch the loot boxes in that game. And then for Battlefront 2, for them to be loot boxes that have a direct impact on gameplay. Yep. Like, I don't mind the Overwatch ones because it's like skins and stuff that you can just buy with in-game currency anyway. Yeah. And, like, it's it's not pay to win. It's pay to get cool stuff. Pay to look pretty, like real life. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would like it if in Overwatch, it gave you like a set amount, like, oh, play. Well, they, they they do have the win three games or win nine games and get three free loot boxes. But I kind of wish that they would have given coins as well. Like, oh, every win gives you 
yeah, kind of Hearthstone where yeah. like every three wins you get ten coins or something like that. Yeah, some something that so you can like accumulate them over time. Precisely. Let's not get too deep into that because this will turn into gamer geeks real quick. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything else for worst games? Uh, fuck Cars 2, the video game. Just got to get that out there. Because <laughs> of course I do. Yeah, <laughs> no, we had a, the game is just... we had Dale does Disney. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> fuck 2. And fuck, fuck Light Rail. And fuck Light Rail. Like, what, where, where, where did it even come from? Like, that is just... So, so it's not a this year game, but I was introduced to it via Dale this year. Can I vote worst game Cars 2 featuring Dale as the driver? <laughs> Colin, no, the video with, game. With Dale, with Dale involved, it's great, but the game itself is just trash. It doesn't, it's not <laughs> even, like, I understand movie tie-in games, I get it. But this one just... Made no nothing. sense. Right, it made no sense. And, you know, it just... It's I mean, I literally been, like, one voice track. The best part about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I I haven't played a movie tie-in game in a while. I think the last one I played was the Lord of the Rings games for the PS2, and those were actually good. They're good. Um, last and... one I played that I can remember: Star Wars Episode One Pod Racing for yes! the PS2. Okay. That's Pod my game of the year this good. year. Just every year is that. That's the only good thing that came out of Episode One. <laughs> yep. But Cars 2 was just lazy. If you wanted to point to a lazy game, there's Cars 2. Yeah, there's... I mean, th- that's the issue. Is like, you you got a real bad game off of a real bad movie. Like, you couldn't expect much out of that, given the source material. That's very true. But I I think Cars 2, the movie, was... I suppose, yeah, this makes sense for the game, too. Cars 2, the movie, was just very misdirected. I yeah. Know. Cast through the video game is bad direction because well it had no direction to start with so there's a reason why it's called shovelware yeah uh let's see best things I uh, know. Well, Josh, what, Darian, what uh, do you Josh have Gary? um i didn't feel any um disappointments for games like i didn't game a whole lot this year and the games that I primarily played are my best three because they were the ones that were most worth putting my time into. Carrie and her unending uh, positivity. I knew that would happen. <laughs> oh, that and also, like, I don't have a lot of time to game, so yeah. if a game looks like it's gonna be, like, I don't know, like, I didn't really... I played the games that I really wanted to play, which are the three on my list. But, but which I'm sure the our best of games for people who game often are going to be just the same. Like maybe <laughs> the best of the year might be different between all of us, but um, any particular disappointments from you, Josh, on the gaming front? And you can't say Costco. You can't say League of Legends. <laughs> well, but see, that's always a disappointment. <laughs> it's a disappointment you keep going back to. Unfortunately, I mean that, that, that therein is the problem. It's it's a continual disappointment that I can't force myself to quit. Because when I tried that, I just wound up playing it again, and anyways. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently, I'm just that masochistic. 
But, um, as far as video games, again, I wasn't disappointed much by what I played this year because my gaming time is unfortunately at a premium at the moment. And so when I'm playing a game, I'm making sure that it's something I really want to invest myself into. (laughs) And so I don't do a whole lot of playing around basically (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you've got those sweet hours before uh the sweet hours between coming home and passing out and passing out yeah yeah like that that is literally my life at the moment um i'll just maintain my salt levels over mighty number nine instead (sighs) it spilled over yeah that came out in 2016 right the, 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 the salt overfloweth. Salt oh, overfloweth. I'm so mad about Too much. That. But Too we much. are getting a new Mega Man this year. That I did see this this past year, and that I am excited about. But obviously, it can't be a best of 2017 because it's not out yet. So the best game trailer of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it did fill me with uh, determination. Yeah. Um, um, so I'm gonna put I'm gonna say out a couple of ones that I don't think are any on other people's lists because my top four are gonna be on everybody's lists. Uh, I played Bloodborne for the first time in 2017, and that oh, yeah. is that would be remiss for me to not say that that is on my top of the games because now every kind of game that is like that is instantly put to that bar, and if a game can become that bar in a positive way, that it, it has left a it, it left something with me, and to a point where I want to go back and play Bloodborne again. And you had a blast with that drinking game, too. Drinking streams. Yep, exactly. And now that I've gotten the drinking stream thing down, like especially if I can get somebody to handle the tech area, <clears throat> Rachel, uh, while I'm <laughs> doing it, then, um, you know, it'd be even better. Uh, second one that may not be on other people's list, freaking Sonic Mania, you guys. Oh, oh I, I forgot God. about Sonic Mania. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're not used to having a good Sonic game. <laughs> okay, yeah, my actually <laughs> your dirty mouths. If you go back to the OG Sonics, those were good. No, no, no. no. That's yeah, what I mean. New ones then. were not. No, since then, since Sonic went 3D, there hasn't been a good Sonic game. No, Sonic Adventure really 2 is badass, dude. Don't even. You mean the uh, Chow Farming game? Yeah. There hasn't uh, been a good game since the old oh, school. Oh, that game. was fun though. And, <laughs> and Sonic Generations was pretty good too. Um. But uh, and also all of them just kind of be are kind of be kind of are just okay. Like Sonic Forces is okay. Uh, Sonic Generations okay. Like Sonic Mania is legit amazing. <laughs> like, what I like is that it, this seems like the natural progression of what Sonic should have done, not just jump into three D. Well, that was that's, a hot thing back then, though. That that's the that's thing, right. though, is it really goes to show you what happens when people who are actually passionate about an intelligent project put effort into something, versus people who are just squeezing Sonic examples for all they're worth. Exactly. Yeah, because certain character, certain IPs, gaming IPs, fit made the transition to 3D. Zelda, Mario. Mario got lucky. I honestly think Mario got lucky in 3D. Um, 
Uh, Metroid. Metroid is amazing. Yes. There are so many people that cannot physically do it. I have perfect vision. CJ does not. Well, perfect, quote, quote. 3D doesn't bother me. However, I get motion sickness when there's 3D. Oh, and Sonic Mania. Whenever I get in the the thingy bit in uh, Sonic Mania, she has to close her eyes. Vomitfest.com. Are we talking about that 3D, or are we talking about side-scrolling to actual navigating three dimensions so super nintendo to n64 basically um because i thought we were talking about like two-dimensional gameplay versus yeah rachel you're confusing the two of like dr strange level 3d versus um just like moving on a um three-dimensional axis no Moving on the three-dimensional axis is one thing. There's cert- like there are certain se- sections in Sonic Mania that I have to kind of go, "Ooh, can't 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 look at that." <laughs> like CJ laughed at me. He was going through spins at one point, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, no!" Slow down there, buddy. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Because um, I get motion sickness. I get motion Josh, sickness I'm- over stupid things. Ask Josh. I gotta go fast in every game. God damn you and your speed power up, CJ. Gotta go fast! Gotta go fast! Hey, CJ, here's another game for you for this year. Knack. Yeah. Rachel and I just discovered Well, Rachel and I just uh, discovered Knack for the first time this year, so. Yeah. I've got the Knack and I'm giving. So it's a little bit more than just a uh, PlayStation 4 test demo game, right? It's so good. It's fun. but it's really good. The second one from when I was watching Josh play is just, it's infinitely better. Like, CJ, we have the second one. No, we don't. I thought we did. Nope. Yeah, because I remember Knack was like their we first game. It, we the, played it in Robot House. House. Okay. Because it, it, it was like the number one tech demo that they had. It was that and, um, oh, what the hell was that other game? Um, terror? No, not terror way. Um, the shooting game, the one that they were like, "Oh, this is going to kill Halo." Uh, Call of Duty. You you know which game I'm talking about, right? Uh, no, <laughs> no, nobody does. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. it's like we don't play many shooters. I still stand by my Call of Duty guess. Just FYI. Whatever it was, it was probably just like that. Yeah, well, probably. Oh, uh, re- resistance. Oh, right. Uh, kill zone. Kill zone. Yeah. Kill there zone. you go. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess. Um. So those are the two that I don't think are on anybody else's list that I have. Okay. Okay. Forgot about Sonic Mania. God damn you. Um. Going up in my order, personally. Uh, Breath of the Wild. In fourth place. Oh. It is beautiful. It is gorgeous. It has flaws, and especially when you're playing Master Mode, those flaws begin shining real bright. Oof, Master Mode. Just seeing Uh, Master Mode in action. Yeah. Um, Thus, why my next one up, Horizon Zero Dawn, got above Breath of the Wild. A whole new IP. Uh, You guys know how I am about strong women, so Aloy is... Aloy is Baloy. Um... (laughs) Robot dinosaurs. Um, anything that you could see, you can climb without having to Skyrim physics your way up it. <laughs> or worry about a stamina meter. 
or worry about a stamina meter. You don't have to worry about your goddamn weapons breaking halfway through. Like the 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 love that Guerrilla Games put into this just shines. And I think this would have been higher up if it wouldn't have came out uh, like two weeks before freaking Breath of the Wild did. Right. Yeah. It, 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 it... <sighs> this got pushed down, honestly, I think, because Breath of the Wild came out so close to it and just kind of started eating its lunch. Well, yeah, because we have brand new IP, which is great, versus The Legend of Zelda! Exactly, and the nostalgia kitties need their um, need their fixes for it, and I'm one of them. Don't get me wrong. Plus, it, it it was on the back of the Switch launch. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you bought the Switch, and then you had the only decent game to buy was Breath of the Wild at the time. Well, I mean, yeah, it, because- it was it was the console seller. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, uh, nobody bought the game. Nobody bought the Switch for Bomberman. Trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Breath of the Wild is why Josh and I decided to camp out to get a Switch, which in turn is why we're here. <laughs> exactly. <No>. Welcome. <laughs> um, it just it um, it was it just it was really a breath of fresh air and everything that I didn't know that I wanted in Horizon Zero Dawn. Um. It was just, it was amazing and damn near perfect. It had a, it had some flaws, um, but going back and playing it again, trying to get up to the DLC that I haven't bought yet um, and also beat the game because I, I, I got to the point where one, I didn't want to beat it because, well, the, the, the Switch came out and <laughs> two, you're going to be careful about saying anything that might be construed of a spoiler. No, I mean, not just that. No, it was two because I knew there wasn't a new game plus at the time. And I knew, like, as soon as you beat it, it did that annoying thing where it just, like, yanks you back. And I didn't want to deal with that without a new game plus because I had, at this point, put already 100 hours into it. And I'm not joking. I dove hard into Horizon Zero Dawn. And, like, I am actually, I am 60% to a platinum in that game. And most of it is storyline stuff because I have not, I still haven't beat it yet. I still have not beaten Horizon Zero Dawn. And it's because there's just so much to do and like so much going on and it's new stuff and I love it. And also Aloy doesn't instantly grab on the rocks when you walk by them, Link. (laughs) (laughs) I just loved playing that game. Like just and just running around the starting zone because like Josh got me that game, and I love playing it. I feel bad because I haven't really played it a whole lot, but I've enjoyed every second of it. And I remember going through the climbing tutorial, and I noticed where cameras land on female characters. Yep. And the camera's focus, no matter what Aloy was doing, was on how capable she is, how skilled she is how adept at manipulating her environment. It never once zoomed in on her boobs or her butt for no reason. And like a, a person later on in the game starts talking about her chest and she knocks them the fuck out. Like, Good. <laughs> like it, it's, it, it's great because this guy's like, he's Mr. Smarmy. He comes up to her like, you know, you know, you, you, your, uh, your chest would look much better if it weren't in all those hides and just, takes the staff wow. knocks him upside the head I'm like <laughs> which is great yes <laughs> <Winner>. <laughs> and 
And that's really the only time, like ever th- even later in the game, like there's no sexualization of Aloy. She is just strong. She is the strongest and everybody fucking knows it. Like, And she's not just capital S strong. She has agency. She has a story. She has feelings. Yeah, she, she does. A person. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get into why because I enjoy your friendship, but <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> and it's not just, she's not just a Mary Sue. Like I'm going to, I'm going to like put that away right now. She is not just written to be the best because she is the best. Like everything about her is there's a she reason for it. behind it. And it yeah. is, she is not just, she is not just Superman made with made as a woman. And it's, and it's brilliant. Well, and I mean, even just in the beginning cutscenes with her and Rost, you see she has worked her ass off yep. to just get to where she feels like her story can begin. Yeah. And it is quite a story. Like, it is, it is an amazing storyline that goes through arcs that I didn't think they would have went through. And to a point where, like, I got to another story arc and I'm like, cool, I'm going to get to this point because I want to I want to get to where I can play the DLC, which from what I've been told happens more towards the end of the game. You don't want to just buy it and jump into it. You can, but apparently it does some spoiler stuff to it. So I'm like, all right, I want to get to a point where I'm doing stuff and like stuff starts happening. And then I'm like, oh, crap, now I have to keep going through. And like you get into the blood, you get into the blood souls thing where you start looking at the items because those give you more lore and you do it because you fucking want to. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this cup matters. It matters because there is stuff written in it that now makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like, I was finding things like, oh, that's what this is. This is a watch. This is... Yep. This is a McDonald's cup that I found next to a robot dinosaur. And it all makes sense later. Like, when you start off... It, it, radical concept, it does a natural world building. Like, <laughs> it's it's kind of wild. You slowly start discovering things until the crescendo, and then everything just starts going into high high run, like a story, sh- like a well written story should. Have, have you guys seen that one meme about Horizon Zero Dawn? What era is it? It's the Viking Age. That explains the laser raptors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the like the design and everything in that game is just so amazing. And yes, I bought it because robot dinosaurs. Because as ridic- as ridiculous as Josh is about robots, I'm ridiculous about dinosaurs. Like, I give me dinosaur all of the things. And the fact that I love future tech and robots as well, and then I get robot dinosaurs, I could not be happier with this game. And it's especially nice because they're not just robot dinosaurs for the sake of being robot dinosaurs. Each of these things was designed with intent. Yeah, yeah they were, and that's where I'm going to drop that one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next game up on the list, barely not making game of the year for me, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. I fucking love this game. <laughs> it's so good. And that's all we're really going to say about it. It's just, it is, it is a game that on a system that everybody kind of I, was between wanting it to fail, expecting it to fail, and just not caring. You know, Mario Odyssey exists and it is just a breath of joy in the world. Well, that, and like, Mario Odyssey is on my list as well, and it's because, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun, fantastic game that I've, you know, played so far. I'm not still not very far in it, but again, gaming time being at the premium that it is. Um, but it's just further proof that, you know, 
Nintendo is doing right where Sega is failing so hard with most of their attempts at Sonic games. Like, Mario Odyssey comes out, and it's everything you want in a Mario game. It's Nintendo handling their IPs properly to continue making more games with them. Yep. Yeah, there's a reason why they've sold us Mario for the past 30 years. And we've bought every Mario. Yeah, exactly. Like, the mascot is there for a reason, not just because, hey, this is an edgy, cool dude looking at you, Crash Bandicoot. But uh, it's just like Nintendo has gone in. If you haven't noticed, we love Nintendo here. <laughs> no, we're we're There's not outside. <laughs> yes, because they don't focus on pushing out the same thing every year. Yeah, it's not Madden. Yeah, yeah no, it's just it's not Madden. It's not Call of Duty, a new shooter, <laughs> a new this. They are not afraid to experiment with something new. Exactly, so and they, they is understand. Hundred percent experimental. Yeah, and they understand sometimes it fails. They get that. But then they take the system, which failed, and improve on it and make it fucking amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, the, 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 the Wii U is, was pretty much the prototype for the Switch. Yeah. Right. And, and admittedly, like, uh, uh, but going back to Mario, like su- New Super Mario World or whatever it was called on the Wii U was a lot of fun playing on the tablet, and I enjoyed it. But and yeah, it's just them showing love to their IPs and just not not just kind of watering it down because people will buy it because, yeah, people will buy them, but they don't just rely on that. And I love Nintendo for it. Um, last game I want to talk about, and it should really come as nobody's surprise what my game of the year for this last year is. Mm-hmm. And um, it is a game <laughs> that I have put now almost 300 hours into fucking Persona 5. <laughs> ah, ah. Jesus, 300 hours for what? Uh, an hour, out, 120 on the regular game, another 100 and plus on. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, he, he's put quite a bit. Yeah, almost another, almost that on New Game Plus again, and like just everything about that game speaks to me. And thank you, freaking, and and all this. I got this game for review, and I would not expect for a, re- a review game because <clears throat> the surge. Um, some review games like are given for review for a reason because they want to get some kind of groundswell about them, and. Like, and sometimes they fail. This was given to me for a review, and, like, I, because they gave it to me for review, is the only reason why I've spent the $80 getting all of the DLC things, because I'm like, hey, I don't care if it's shitty DLC, keep making content, please. (laughs) Yeah. They haven't made any new story content for that, right? They have not, no. And that's that's a little sad, but it's because they're working on uh, SMT5 for the Switch next year. Yay. And their their stories tend to be pretty self-contained. Yeah. Like they give you a complete package and they might give you, you know, a few things to dress it up in a little bit differently, but it's still it's not piecemeal. You're buying the whole damn menu. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely, and it's and it's not like and there's not really anything hung off of it. Like there's not. A, I mean, yeah, I would love more stories set in that universe, but the complete arc that we got is oh, was amazing. 
it, it, of persona. It was. Like, I think I only put like a hundred and twenty or hundred and thirty hours into it. Only, by the way, only. Yeah. Only. Yeah. Yeah. only. Because, <laughs> no, because as soon as I finished it, I went my second playthrough to unlock the final persona. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I mean, because the new game plus your stats all go down, but you get to keep all your weapons and armor. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're hitting for like 200, but your health is only like 20. Exactly. It's it's such a good game. Such a great game. Like, like freaking perfect. I loved it. It was just it was amazing. All right. I'm going to shut up now. Who next? Uh, uh, let's go with Josh and Carrie. They're let's not see. the same person, right? They're oh, not geez. the same. Josh. Josh. <laughs> Josh, why don't you go? Well, I mean, my best games of the year are pretty similar to you know most of us here because go figure. We all even remotely hang out a lot mm-hmm. and have similar tastes. I loved the hell out of Breath of the Wild. I loved the hell out of uh, Super Mario Odyssey. What I have played of it so far, I am loving the Battle Chasers game. Nice. It is. It, it's real good. It, it it gives you everything you want in a you know a JRPG style game. Pretty much. It's not like super over the top in any like individual category, but it, it's well put together, and I have fun playing. Which go figure games should be fun, right? They should not be work. Yeah, I actually like Mario Odyssey. It's fun. Yeah, exactly, and, and that's the thing is, you know, Mario Odyssey. You get these like these little chapters of story, you know, each place you go to, but there's no like real big walls in your way from stopping you from running around and exploring and you know leaving the planet with. Or not planet, but the the zone with you know two to three times the power moons you actually needed to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 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 not because you know it has these you know huge walls stacked up in front of you that you need to overcome, but because you're just overjoyed with running around, seeing where you can go, what you can get into, you know, well, what does this thing do? What does that thing do? Ooh, what's over there? Right. And even if you, you know, do stumble onto something that you, you know, maybe wouldn't have expected to run into until like a second pass through the area, it's not so complicated that it feels like impossible to surmount. Yeah. Exactly. Um, again, CJ mentioned it, you know, I was super excited to find out that Knack actually got a sequel. You don't hear that too often from what are, you know, considered release demos. Exactly. And NAC 1 was released to showcase, you know, some of what the PlayStation 4 was capable of. And it did a decent job of that. But I'm exactly the target demographic for that sort of game. I love, you know, silly beat-em-ups featuring giant golem creatures. And... And Yes, Kirk? Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. And yeah, it's like, even though it was just like, you know, a, a tech demo type of game, basically, you know, a little, a little bit of effort and love went into it. 
And then Knack 2 comes along, and not only was it surprising, like, oh, wait, they're actually making a sequel? Okay, I could be excited for this. Mm-hmm. The, tra- the trailer they dropped for it was adorable, because it's got this goofy, like, 70s pop song going with it. And it's like, and then the game comes out, and I get my hands on it, and it's like, oh, this does everything the original game did better. Companies can learn. Carrie has a cookie. Yeah, cookie. cookie. And your Alan Ho asked me to share, so I'm sharing. Oh. <laughs> That's right. I love our screen names for our chat room, by the way. <laughs> um. Yeah, I loved seeing too. Like they didn't just copy pasta a random sequel. Like having them actually implement the the platforming elements with Knack and what he is was really freaking cool. And yeah, it's just like you get more story and like the game actually left me hoping, you know, unlike Knack 1 where it's like, okay, well, that was fun. You know, I didn't expect to see a sequel coming. It's like now I want there to be a Knack 3. Yeah, give us this. Continue the story, please. Like, where's the third part of this story? Where does this go from here? What else can we do with, you know, a mass shifting golem sentience i just want it to be the last game released for the playstation 4 just to make that complete like (laughs) give it the whole arc exactly first game is the first game one of the first games released for the playstation 4 mid-life cycle uh knack 2 is released in the very last game for playstation 4 is knack 3 (laughs) because knack especially little knack is King adorable. I, I think is. since we just had a refresh, I think we still got what maybe a ye- two years. Do we get a new? I think. Well, I think they're going to announce the new ones at this year's E3. We live in hope. I wouldn't mind if they waited another year. Yeah, me either. Because yeah, it's it's not like because uh, we we just got the switch that's going to be hopefully around for a while, especially with. As gangbuster as its sales have been. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. PlayStation 4 is still holding up in graphical quality. It's like, yeah, they have the PlayStation 4 Pro now, so you can do the whole 4K thing if that's your cup of tea, but it's it's not doing terribly, and the games coming out for it are still good. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it, it's not like it's on its last legs with, you know, Madden 2018 coming down the pipe. Woo. <laughs> um, yeah, so excited. Um, it's, yeah, t- 2017. One of the few things it had going for it was games. Yeah, and if it didn't, we would be all a lot worse off than we're. Yeah, it would. Um, things I haven't uh, touched into yet, unfortunately, so I can't really like say they were the best games of the year. But we saw the drop of I Am Setsuna, which is Square Enix, and apparently a love letter to Chrono Trigger. Mm, there's a reason why it's not on my list. It was almost I... a disappointment. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. I mean, that's fine. That's your assessment. I'll, I'll see what happens when I actually play the game. I just haven't. Absolutely. Had a chance. No, yeah. But, you know, I, I liked the fact that the game was, you know, from Square Enix, which company i loved it's the square enix collective yeah they're they're a bit of a collective now but 
just the the idea of somebody trying to throw some love back to like the Chrono Trigger era of games. Yeah, and it does that very well. I and, hope and you enjoy it more than me, to be honest. It makes me happy. Well, well, hopefully it'll be the balance of the scales where I can't stop bitching about Mighty Number no. Nine, and you don't think it's a bad game. <laughs> That's fair. Every, everything will balance out in the, the the Zen of I am Setsuna. It's very Zen. Like I bought the soundtrack, and I don't regret it. By the way, that's the best thing about that game is the soundtrack is real freaking good. Um. Oh, The Last Guardian. Oh yeah, that came out this year. <laughs> Yeah, I've like it's it's really a good game. I mean, it's it it does some funky things. Like the ragdoll is strong in that game. If you if you think Breath of the Wild gets some bad ragdoll moments, wait till you're hanging on to Trico for dear life. Jeez. <laughs> and watching this little kid break every bone and vertebrae in his body and spine. And yet somehow still live because hero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what? the thing I've heard is that the AI that's controlling Trico is like it's, uh, it's like it's controlling not, an actual cat. It like then that might be intentional is the thing because you're meant to be interacting this thing like a living creature, and it is a little frustrating at times, but it it it's almost a like a, a tiny bit of charm to the game because there is this like barrier of communication between the protagonist and Trico and like, yeah, this creature that is five times my size is not going to intrinsically not only do everything I tell it to do, but understand what I want it to do on the first attempt. Yeah. And but they, gamers be gamers expecting full blown. Uh, yeah. Control. Mind meld. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's a really damn good game. And even though it does have, you know, dialogue to it in parts, it does the it does something I'm very fond of with video games in that it tells a lot of story without a lot of words. You know, you, you pay attention to things, you watch things that happen, and you get a lot of sense of what's going on in the world just from the atmosphere and, you know, paying attention, basically. Um, hey, once again, proper storytelling. You don't need things thrust down your throat. Yeah. A, a little, speaking of, in, you know, indie games from 2017, something that I was really fond of, uh, this little gem called Hob came out. Yeah, it did. The only text in Hob is in the menus. Huh. And if you have, like, you know, icon suggestions on, like, use this button on this MacGuffin type of thing. And the entire game is presented to you through nuances and sounds and interactions that are all physical. The, the protagonist doesn't speak. You know, the one character, or excuse me, like the one or two characters in the game that do speak to you, it's complete gibberish to human ears and there's no subtitles for it. So you don't know what they're actually trying to say, but their actions and the framing of everything that's going on perfectly tells the story. And you find these murals throughout the uh, the game 
that you know give you more of what happened but again it's all done without words everything is sound and gesture and actions and i fucking love storytelling like that yeah having not played hob myself like just seeing the stuff for it is just i love everything about it i just i want to play it real bad it it's it's not a super fantastic game it's it's not like mm, excellent i love every absolutely everything about it it does have its little you know spots that could have used a bit more polish i have you know clipped through things here and there finding you know little bugs and whatnot but it's just a super enjoyable experience cool i mean everything from the music to the designs to you know the way the story progresses it's it's all good it's all good very very cool um I think that's about it for games for the year for me, though, because, like I said, I mean, I, I unfortunately had very limited time to actually game. Um, there were a couple of Digimon games this year. They were fun little distractions because I love me some Digimon. Yeah, they were. Um, Sorry, but, I, I, I fell out after season three. That might be that might be on Rachel's list because she put a lot of hours into Next Order. <laughs> 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 and she just rolls her eyes for the audio listeners because, you know. I have um, no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> None. But, uh, yeah. Um, no idea. Didn't, didn't do a whole lot of actual handheld gaming this year. Like, didn't pick up uh, Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon. Um, my DS has gone pretty unloved for quite some time, unfortunately. But it's because... Like, I have big, meaty hands. I don't do handheld gaming too well, and that's why I very much enjoyed the docked version of the Switch. <laughs> like, it, it's great that you can pick it up and play on the go, and, you know, I've, I've tested it. It does work as, you know, basically seamlessly as they advertise it doing, but just for me, it's not the ideal iteration of the system. I like sitting down on my big, comfy couch with my appropriately sized manhand controller, and enjoying it on the big screen with my surround sound system and just diving into, you know, the ruins of Hyrule or the, you know, overly themed, beautiful worlds of Super Mario Odyssey. You know, I I play for the experience and so is always the experience is a little diminished when it's pocket size. What, you don't, you don't like the little teeny tiny half a puppy con ear things that you're trying to figure out where the hell to put your thumbs and your pointer fingers. Well, see, like for me, my fingers are about the size of two people's fingers thickness. So trying to manipulate the puppy cons. Well, see, I've got really long. It's real frustrating. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, like Carrie's hands for scale. Wow. Yeah. C Carrie can play with the joy cons. I cannot. C Carrie's got almost Kia-sized hands. Kias are still a little bit smaller, but not by much. But she's also, what, seven, eight? Eight. She's I tiny. mean, my, my daughter's hands, I can still bend my first knuckle. Like, her hands are still here. So that shows you how tiny her hands are compared to mine. I have very large hands with very long, 90% of my hand is finger. My, my palm is as long as my middle finger, put it that way. And trust me, that middle finger gets a lot of stretching. Yeah, I do. One of my students tried to break it this year. That's been my highlight. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, if I had to pick like a game of the year, 
it would probably be Breath of the Wild because while yes, it does have its flaws, and it has watching my hero's journey the amount of times he screams in death in the first areas kind of makes me ashamed of myself but it does everything right and then the game continued to do things right even after its release and i've already been so invested to it you know day day one loading it up oh my god this game is so pretty look at all this stuff i want to go there i want to go there i want to go there and yeah it does have its game walls in places and that's understandable it's not true open world in the fact that you can you know loop around and come out the other side or anything like that but you know nintendo's still limiting the the size of the cartridges that they can you know do for the switch which not the smartest move but i can understand why they did it they're uh, releasing that next year Yep. Uh, 2018, um, you're going to be getting 64 gig uh, SD cards. Woo! Yep. You mean later um, this year, CJ? Oh, frick. The fact that the fact that the game even now with I think I've got like 102 hours in it or something. I've I've played a lot of it with what little gaming time I have. The the fact that it still has the ability to just make me go. Ooh. Yeah, like I'm I'm playing the the new DLC that dropped the day they announced it. Um, and I'm like, crazy, oh yeah, I ha- crazy balls, by the way, that is absolutely crazy mode that they did that. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to this new place where I have to go and I'm like, Ooh, what's that? It's still got the draw. It's like, it's taking me something that should only take me like five or 10 minutes to get to takes me an hour because I get sidetracked because I'm like, Ooh, there, there's a, Moblin I wonder what I wonder what's over that way. Ooh, hey, yeah. look at those guys. I'm gonna go fuck their day up. Oh, look at the Dinophos eating. I'm gonna kill him. Huh. Yeah, um, one of my friends, he was showing it off to a friend of his, and he he showed him. <laughs> he jumps up above them, uh, uh, above an enemy, shoots the five arrow uh, shot, but with bombs, and just obliterates everything. The game slows down, of course, but. But just like one arrow, just like any way you want to approach it. Yeah, I mean, the fact that like one of the most effective weapons early game is the fucking metal boxes you can lift up with the magnet. <laughs> yeah, um, I took out a, an, an enemy like that. I think I knocked him off a mountain. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at the I'm at the end game point. I could go tackle the castle at any point in time, but I'm still, you know, trekking through Hyrule trying to make sure I didn't miss anything cool or you know i'm trying to get those last couple of shrines because i'm down up to like 108 of the 120 starter shrines uh, and it's like you know I, I want to find everything i want to do everything that can be done you know i've tried the shield surfing i've hunted for koroks i'm probably never going to get all 900 of them but nintendo you the shitty reward anyway you no, li- li- literally unfortunately a, yeah, i had that you're not a madman I mean, I am, but that's besides the point. That's the reason why I was able to say it, and not not be, uh, not feel bad. Um, but yeah, just like the like I said, the, the fact that they did everything right from the get go, as far as like getting you invested in the game and making you want to explore and run around and maybe get yourself killed a few times in the process. A few times. Well, you know, skill levels may vary. You know, I, I love the characters that they put forward. I love that, you know, the NPCs all have names and personalities and schedules. 
I love that there's, you know, always, you know, one more little thing to uncover, like depending on where you're standing and what you're wearing, Link opens treasure chests in different ways, sometimes to comical effect. I love most of the champions. Fuck you, Rivali. You're still not my favorite. <laughs> Rivali's just a dick. And then uh, you never they, they do a good job of never giving you a reason to really like him. <laughs> I mean, he gets better, but he's still like flipping you the bird, Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then the fact that the game gets better, they release DLC for it that doesn't, you know, it's not required, but it enhances the story. They go through and they patch the game so that if you're like me and a bit of a weeb, you can listen to it with the audio that you first heard when the trailers were dropping. And they sound so much better. Like the voice acting for the English actors in Breath of the Wild is good. It's it's not bad voice acting. But the Japanese voices just ring truer to me. Like listening to American Daruk versus Japanese Daruk, Japanese Daruk sounds right. He's got that deep, booming, mountainous voice that makes you want to go, Yes, please protect me. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to go play it again and switch over the the audios. It's yeah. it's good. I still like uh, Renaissance Fair Zelda better. <laughs> Just because she's so over the top with her weirdness. It's great. It, it is. But yeah, it was it was one of those things where it's like, it, it's not bad either way. But if you've yeah. got a personal aesthetic like myself, where you, you know, if, if you're playing something that's very obviously Japanese because Nintendo game, The Legend of Zelda, and we all watched the trailers when they first dropped and it's like, this looks amazing. And you hear like that little bit of dialogue from the Deku tree. And it's like, yes, this sounds like, you know, an ancient venerable sage of a creature. And then American voice Deku tree was just kind of like, that's all right. <laughs> so the, the fact that they went through and they added that quality of life change when they didn't have to was great. You know, the fact that they released DLC and then went publicly stating that's it. We're not adding anything else to this game. You know, the DLC is done. We're working on the next one. And that makes me excited because Breath of the Wild raised the bar so high from the previous Zelda game. Yeah, and it, it, like, it makes me excited, but also slightly fearful because, like, how are they going to top this? And it already did something that I didn't think any Legend of Zelda game was ever going to get me. We had Legend of Zelda with giant robots. <laughs> the next Zelda uh, would... I, I'm thinking, like, maybe go back to the old school, um, like what uh, Link Between Worlds was. Maybe. I mean, they, they could probably do something like that with the Switch, no problem. Especially since they're very obviously with the Switch going to start slowly phasing yeah, out with DS. But it, it, I think it's difficult for them to do Zelda sequels because they the, the story that they put in there is self-contained. Well, I mean, th th that's the thing, though, is if you're, if you're really digging into Breath of the Wild, you do see things that will show you that everything is connected and these are, you know, recurring souls caught in a loop basically. Yeah. Where they keep reincarnating to fulfill their destinies. Like, um, yeah, look, look around in Zora's domain at the, uh, the stone tablets in the, in the cliff surfaces, read some of those. And t tell me everything's not connected because they've, they've gone on the record as saying everything's connected. There's a freaking tie line in the Hyrule story now. Yeah. 
And yes, some of some of things aren't on the same timeline because you do get branching paths from things like Ocarina of Time because go figure, time travel fucks with shit. Yeah. But I think that's why they haven't time traveled in any games after that. <laughs> but yeah, it just I mean just well done. It it won game of the year for a damn good reason. Yeah, yeah. there were things it could have done better like I hated the stamina meter in Skyward Sword. I hated it in Breath of the Wild. But at least Breath of the Wild gave you some level of circumventing that that wasn't oddly placed green globs that had no real reason to exist. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, you, you can actually increase this meter. Yeah, you, um, you can increase the meter. You can have, you know, consumables that, whether it's like a magic potion, which makes more sense than a random green glob. Or, you know, the special gear that increases your climbing ability because it's built that way. It's like, yeah, that all that, that's all much more logical. It's still a pain in the ass when you fall to your doom, especially if you're over water, because then you just immediately drown. Yeah. Also, in a game where you can literally climb anything, there needs to be a limit on why you can't just scale to the top of the map first thing like there needs to be some sense of progression and Mm -hmm. building your stamina meter up through gameplay is a good way to do that right and and i'm not saying it's not it's just you know one of those personal things that i don't really jive well with and especially since you know mid giant climbs it's hard to find that sweet spot where you can actually rest and recover if you don't have any stamina consumables on you yeah i Finding that one little, like, ledge that's just at the right angle that you can just stand on. And you don't slide. Yeah. So, like, yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're like, a couple things they could have done better. But for the most part, it was arguably the best Zelda yet to the point that it makes me hopeful for the next Zelda. I, I Like, my only worry is that they're not going to be able to beat it at this point because they did such a good job with it. And I haven't even beaten the game yet. Yeah but it left that kind of impression, you know, that they have created something so majestic and like everything from like the little tiny musical cues in places that are old and familiar. Yeah. I mean, it's a very quiet game. It it doesn't have a lot of background music. Yeah. But when it does, it's important. Oh, yes. When you start to hear the guardian music and you see that red reticle pop up on your skin, it's like, (gasps) shit. And then when you see like three of them on you, three reticles on you, you're just like, I'm going to put my sword down. and I'm I'm dead. Yeah. (laughs) Or when, when, you know, you hear the song of time in the background or Epona's song in the background. Like there's, there's significance to what music plays where you are. But also, can you imagine this game if it had overworld music? Like, as of right now, you get this really pretty, very zen, very calming piano theme that plays while you just wander, and you can just kind of zone out and go places. But can you imagine a three or even a five-minute loop of, like, an overpowering melody while doing that? (laughs) You would go insane. So, yeah, um... Oh, <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> um, yeah, my my top games are ones that we've already that we've already talked about. Um, obviously, uh, Zelda is on there. Um, 
for all of the reasons that have already been discussed. And also, it gave Zelda a lot more agency and personality than some of the previous games have done. And you can see, like, as as the Zelda franchise has evolved and grown, you've seen them try with Zelda to give her something to do other than being captured by Ganon. And this game really, really hit it home where she's driving the efforts from the beginning to get these beasts up and running, to get the guardians up and running. You see her struggle with her powers. She's not just inherently a, a, a special snowflake, you know, magical power princess. She has to work for it. And for a while, it just doesn't work. And to the point where, you know, you're not rushing to save Zelda from Ganon. You're rushing to back her up and to meet up with your teammate and finish the job that you started together. Yeah. Yeah, because you died. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Persona 5 is on the list. Um, I still haven't beaten it because reasons, but it's a solid game. I care about the story. I care about the characters. The visual design is incredible. The, you know, the fact that they did something unique with the with the UI, which is something that not a lot of games put effort into. So to see something really that stylized was really cool. Um, the music, I shouldn't have to say any more than that. The fucking music in that game. <laughs> I still want a non fifty dollar soundtrack for it. Like, <laughs> um, and also Horizon Zero Dawn, because. We need more games like that. We need more protagonists like Aloy. And I cannot wait to actually dive back into that world and actually experience the story that CJ was promising us earlier in the in the call. Oh, it, it's good. It, <laughs> the, the, when he was talking about dude getting punched out, I was like, dude, she's going to hit you. Boom. I was like, oh, oh, I love you. I Called love you. it. Yeah. Uh, Dale. Um, I I don't game much, so this is going to be very quick. Um, I was tempted not to put these two on this list because they were really bizarre. Um, but I had a very fun experience playing Night Trap. Uh, this year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, You're welcome. Thank you, Josh. Yes! Thank you. Thank you. I owe it to you. Oh, night trap. <laughs> I owe Watch everything to you. you. It was. <laughs> it's. I am a fan of B movie stylistic stylings, and that just. It was everything about that. It hits just, all the buttons. It hits all of the B grade buttons, all of them. Uh, and another one that I was hesitant to put on this list was Magic Carp Jump. Uh, another one I'm it's very hesitant. Game. <laughs> very hesitant to put on this list. Y'all are talking about how you've got 300 hours on Persona Jump. I think I've got 300 hours on Magic Carp Persona Jump. Jump. <laughs> Persona oh, no. Jump. Persona Five Jump. That, that's uh, yeah. That's uh, you throwing freaking Morgana out the window every time he tells you you can't go to bed or you can't go outside. <laughs> 
No, no, no. Persona <laughs> Jump is the, the dancing game that's coming out. <laughs> yes. Dance, dance, I mean, Persona. Wrong. It's a rhythm game. It's going to have timed button presses. It's almost a clicker game in that respect. Persona, Persona Revolution. Um, well, um, the last one that came out was Dancing All Night. Persona well, Ring All like, Night. It's like Dancing dancing Moon Night or something like that. Um, fuck, yeah. two, fuck Cars 2, the video game. So I haven't said that in five minutes. Um, <laughs> uh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean was also another Dale Does Disney uh, game that I played. It was... It was it was good. It's a good tie-in. I wouldn't say great. There's a few things that I'm not a fan of, like how random people in the menu screen can attack you. That's not great. Um, but apart from that, um, then there was a game that we played this year, Battle Sloths t- uh, 2025. Um, yeah. it, it's a great game, and I'm giving that the best of the year because that it's just, it's so fun. And as... Well, disclaimer, the people who make the game is friends We're on the show, yeah. I And that's, that's, it's a bit, yeah. There's also that. There's that disclaimer. But it's still a very good game. It's very simple and, you, you know, you can pick it up and, you know, just go with it. So I'm going to give that the best. That's um, fair. I want that yeah. on the Switch. Like, I'm dead yeah. serious. I want that, and I've told him this. I'm like, <laughs> I know it'll never happen because... He's a little uh, he's a little nihilistic about things, but uh, I'm like, dude, you could get that out on the Switch. I would buy that in a second, and that it would be like absolute like the game right. to go to for multiplayer games. Yeah, because the Switch is okay. Nintendo's taking a while to go the online route, right? So, but couch multiplayer, it's amazing. God, yeah. I mean, a game I'm going to talk to you about right now is couch co-op only. I know what it is. Go for it. I'm surprised you didn't talk about it. Was that Dale? Go for it. Okay. All right. So, my games of this year, uh, of last year, um, Zelda. We've already talked to death on that one. Persona Five, amazing game. Not a game to be taken lightly. It's M for a reason. Yeah, it is. Right <laughs> off the bat, it it's like. Oh, we're trigger going warning, there. trigger warning, trigger warning. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mario Odyssey, great game. Um, not, I mean, yeah, you're fighting monsters and all that, but it's like when you're when you're kind of like used to playing games like, say, like Bloodborne, it's, it's a good game to relax to. One that you don't have to, you do have to think about it, yes, and there's platforming and all that, but it's still a great game. And stop saying it's too easy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, okay, I've got... Uh, I also played and finished Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh, my God. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. It is... It's, Raul needs a hug. Give him people, all your internet. People weren't that depressed when I mentioned Magic Cap Jump. So, I don't know what the... No, oh, wait, this game dude, must be very Dale, depressing. Dale. Dale, I will bring my laptop with me to Australia, and I will have you play this game. Well, I think he can play it uh, on his laptop, can't he? It's a free game. But then CJ uh, won't be in the oh, room. They're not me. making people pay to torture themselves. Exactly. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is that there's 
I can't say too much about it because it's just there's a there's a warning. There's a double warning on the store page. Yeah, they make sure you know what you are getting into with this. Oh, and by the it way, it's not a dating sim. <laughs> by the way, Edgar Allan Poe will give you a hug, growl. So there you go. There's that. <laughs> Thank you. But no, yeah, he's always hugs. Send all your positive power. I he might, he might use someone, them to become a bomb, but <laughs> I, it, it, it was great to watch someone um, play this blind for the first time, and them like they're, they've like automatically hooked onto the game because it's actually well written up to the. I, I can't say, Shut yeah. up! To I'm the, gonna the have Dale stream it. Okay. Yeah, don't oh, spoil this depressing game for me. Yeah, up to a certain point, but he he was hooked before the turning point. Um, oh, okay, that's all okay. I can say about Doki Doki Literature Club. It's free on Steam. Edgar Allan Poe gives you his hugs. Ah, thank you. And also, I'm surprised CJ didn't say talk about this. Cuphead. Because I'm a sucker for platformers, even though I'm not the greatest at them. And I chose to play a di- very difficult... Um, See- like I, I, I'm not the hugest fan of platformers, um, so that kind of they hit me a little, like a little low on my end. But okay, but uh, the thing with Cuphead is that you die, but every time you die, you come back a little bit smarter because you understand what's going on. Because it's all platform. It's all platform. It's all um, pattern recognition. Yeah, but it's like. You get angry that you die, but then you come back and you progress that much further. Mm-hmm. Or you're just like, oh, I got hit early. I, I have to restart because I need that health at the end. You get a and, Zenkai boost. <laughs> and when you finally defeat, like I, I, I pick it up in short bursts because I can't play that game straight. Because I will snap my controller. I pick it up in short bursts. And then when I defeat a boss, I'm just like, yes. I think I, I'm not sure if it's I streamed so it or not. Satisfying. It is, and it's just not that kind of like, oh, I I I took out the boss. Now time to go to the next one. No, it's like you're happy because all these bosses have like between like three and I think the boss I just ha- defeated was like five phases. Jesus. So yeah, it is just like it is very much a lot of fun. So also- Cuphead, I'm. Probably make me a third through it at this point. Can we also acknowledge the sheer amount of work and artistry that went into that game? Oh my god, it is all hand drawn. Every single frame. Yes, and when you're playing it at 60 frames, oh my god. And you can look at the level of detail. They did not take shortcuts with this game. No, they did not. But there are some. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, and then very top of my, it's not, it's not the best game, but I would say it's the best console right now. The switch. Just everything. Yeah. Everything. Game of the year is the switch. (laughs) Well, yeah, because I mean, it switching it up. Yeah. Xbox and PlayStation have been the same thing for the past 15, 20 years. Nintendo's the only one that's actually innovated and tried different things xbox has had the same controller playstations had the same control take it they are good controllers but the switch has changed its controller as many times as they've been consoles 
So yeah, I mean, I, I, that's why I like Nintendo because it's not the same thing. Precisely. I mean, when they that, came out with, that's the thing is they they keep trying new things, but they remember what's worked in the past and they don't just throw that away. Yeah, like, I mean, you had the NES, the Super Nintendo. The 64, whatever the hell that thing was. Where you needed three hands to properly operate the controller. <laughs> right. Or a tensile dick. But the thing was, the 64 <laughs> is like, once bucks. you got used to it, you were there. You could... It, it, it You you got used to the controller. Um, the GameCube controller, which was great. Yeah, right? The Wiimote, which everyone joked around. Oh, you're going to be waving it around. And all that. It worked. The thing. And then you had the the Wii U. And almost killed the proto men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Wii is no longer allowed on the tour van. <laughs> what did the thing go flying and hit the driver? Go or what? flying? No, it hit the lights while they were driving through like what was it, West Virginia mountains or something like that? The mountains <laughs> of West Virginia at night. They were playing Wii bowling and trading off the controller. And it slipped out of one of their hands and hit the button for the lights. This sounds like a so really bad horror movie. West, West Virginia mountains at night, which, which are serious fucking well, In that case, you should right. probably be a little bit smarter than what you're working with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, no, we like that. That got slipped up. You're real easy. Like that's not even not even a thing. All right, so that's it for games from from me, uh, Rachel. What games did you have this year? Well, you're muted, you... Rachel, for one thing. A what? <laughs> you were you you were I muted. Said nothing. <laughs> you were still muted. She said, "Cars to the video." No. Game <laughs> of the year, cars to the video game. <laughs> Her game of the year is Magic Carp Jump. Yes. This year's happy, shiny, fun times. Yes, always the happy, uh, funny, shine times. Especially, especially since we now have Xenoblade Chronicles 2 in the house. And I'm not the big one on playing games lately. Um, I, I, I tend to like watch in the back. I like to grind. I like to battle. I am horrible with keeping my attention span on storylines lately because I've got so much other shit going on. I the only time that I have to play, I don't. I, I want to be mindless. So, yeah, CJ ends up with you know level ninety six characters in Persona Five because I'm sitting there playing dungeons <laughs> and killing shit and then saving and going away. Um. I, I kind of see myself doing that in Xenoblade just to piss him off, log on, go kill shit. He'll log on and be like six levels higher when he goes to rest. Uh, but since I've had time between classes, because they don't start until hmm, Monday. Well, technically Sunday, but who's counting? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of in love with Xenoblade Chronicles. Because uh, we did get it before the first of the year, so I can count that, right, CJ? Yeah, yeah, unlike Dale's weird thing where he won't count things in December, you're absolutely uh-huh. free to. Um, if I was not right counting things that we got in December, it would be tied between the the three main games that the Switch has. 
So Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, or fucking Aloy, because it doesn't matter. It's Aloy. Well, it's a version, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Because she's amazing. No. And the fact that she hits somebody when I'm like, ooh, I want to hit him, and she goes, yes! <laughs> Living vicariously. Right? Because it, it's like, you put your, as a woman, and I'm sure Carrie can agree with this, and probably even Dale to an extent, there are some guys out there that just open their mouths, word vomit things, and you're like, I really just want to hit you, but I probably end up in jail for it. It's it's not just a female thing, honey. <laughs> no, no, it is not. I've had a guy at a convention ask to take a picture with me, and when I said he could, he literally picked me up. Oh, oh Jesus! Like what? Oh well, yeah, I've I've understood wanting to wanting to hit people. But the fact that Aloy does all the things that, in the back of your mind, you're like, I'd go to jail for killing this person. She Thank kills you. Be great. Um, Mario Odyssey for the fact of, oh my god, a T Rex in a hat with a mustache. With a mustache. With, with a, a mustache. Um, controlling certain characters and creatures that normally in other games you would not control. I'm not giving away anything with that. And Breath of the Wild because I love having the freedom that that game gives you. It doesn't force you into linear paths 100% of the time. And exploring and some of the views in there are just amazing. It, it's It's one of those... Where can I find this place? I want to go there. <laughs> also, a moment I forgot to bring up with Breath of the Wild, something that always just kind of takes me to my happy place. When the dragon music kicks in. Yeah. Yes. You, you see everything start to get all windy and you start hearing the first couple chords and it's just like, oh, one of my friends is here. <laughs> yeah, and I love that because, you know, I'm a big fan of the lore of dragons as friends and guardians and gods and benevolent spirits. Uh, not so much the, the Western ideal of, oh, I'm going to go kill the dragon. And so to have that experience in a Zelda game was amazing. Yeah, it, it's not a little annoying thing you're playing whack-a-mole with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's, it's this powerful creature, this representation of the goddesses, because they have the same names. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're so powerful. Being close to them can be physically damaging to you if you're stupid about it. And there's a lot of stupid, but that's beside the point. But but just yeah, that music starts up, and you just even if you're not actually riding the updrafts they cause, you, it just lifts you up. It's like. Mm. I love this game. <laughs> yeah, G game of the year for a reason. Exactly. All right. All right. Uh, well, that's games. I think, games. <laughs> I think, well, I think we've beaten games into the ground. That's, that's well, yeah, game of games, everyone. Because we don't have a podcast of games anymore. That's why we kind of got everything out on on this part. <laughs> you find game um, of games on Twitter at Narcos. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving Tuesday. All right. Um, now on to stuff that we've watched. And like I said, I, like I was telling Dale, funny, when you have podcasts about television that you watch, you tend to watch a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, 
so I've dedicated myself to three of them. Anime, because I am a weeb. TV, because stuff. And movies, because I watch a lot of movies, especially because now with reasons. this thing that I'm not going to talk about until they decide if they're going to pop, um, sponsor us or not. Um, you, you've, I, you've found a, sorry, you found a subscription service that allows you to perhaps go out of the house on occasion yeah. to visit the theater. So, uh, of course, uh, full disclosure, I host Anime Otaku Show, where we talk about animes with Josh and Carrie and Justin. Hey. Uh, Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern, right here at twitch.tv slash geekio show. I also host the small screen spoiler show with Jared Azevedo. Mondays, right here at 10 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash geekio show. Tune in if you want to know what's going on with one of those at the time. So, uh, I'm going to start with Animus because this will probably be the quickest of them all. Uh, disappointment, Fluck, Fluck uh, Black Clover, and Junie Tyson. Fuck those two Animus. Oh, yeah. This is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Robot. Oh my God! Rachel brought me food. Thank you. So much promise. Rolos. So so little delivery. Good yeah. Choice. Yeah, like the first two episodes of Jun and Tyson. Okay, they're they're trying to build a world, and then it just it just falls to shit because yeah. because they hate the viewers. Um, I I don't want to get too deep into Ancient Magus Bride one because it's going on right now, and two because we talk a lot about this every week or every other week. Monday is 10 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Right here at twitch.tv slash geekio show, but Ancient Magus Bride, like not even just anime, like one of the best pieces of television on right now. Yep, and it will continue to be so for many years. Yeah, absolutely. I could see this going down in history as one of the best animes ever seen. Yeah, like we, we grew up with people talking about, like, you know, Neon Genesis Evangelion, Akira. You know, the, the the very beginnings of, like, the Dragon Ball fandom, things like that. You know, all these things that you need to see if you're a real anime fan. It's like, when CJ's kids are our age, it's going to be like, yo, did you guys see that Ancient Magus Bride shit? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, you you need to see this thing. It was amazing, and it still is. Yeah, and, and if you want to get into it, I mean, it's on both. It's on um, Crunchyroll and Funimation. Um, I watch both the subs and the dubs, and they're both really, really well done. Um, there's so much love, so much passion put into Ancient Magus Bride that just, just see it. Like, just there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Just do yourself the favor of watching this show. And if you wanna, if you want to be argued into it even more, just watch the backlog of. Uh of anime otaku show where i start talking about it and cj's kind of like eh? and then the next episode he's like holy <laughs> shit you guys need to watch this <laughs> um yeah and even if you like if you're one of those people and dale's not gonna know exactly who i'm talking about with this with anime where you think everybody is just like big eyes small mouth going gah, 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 gah. <laughs> fuck you one you're racist two this is not that <laughs> And knowing the reference, oh wait, I'm high. I love you, honey. No, you fucking know who I'm talking about. And knowing that reference, no, I I understand completely. And and unfortunately, that is the stereotype that many animes are given. Well, it's because, admittedly, a lot of them did that. But Ancient Magus Bride does not do that. Look at the early '90s anime. A lot of them that came over to America were exactly that. And it oh no, Ancient Magus does do that, but it's very. Sparsely. 
Mm, I still haven't gotten to the point where, like, knowing what this person says about anime, like, this, <laughs> th- that does not happen in this. Yeah, the other... Yeah, anyway, move on. I'm going to say something that I probably shouldn't, but go on. Move on. Uh, My Hero Academia. Yay! So great. <clears throat> Every character is the best character. Except for Froppy. She's better than all the best. Froppy has my heart. And except for Minata, because he's still a little shit. Yeah. At any time you have a broad range of excellence, there's always going to be a little filtering between the top and the bottom. Some things trend up, some things trend down. Exactly. It's probably everybody else. Probably. (laughs) Um, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Probably the first anime that I had Rachel asking me if we could watch the next episode on. No, no. My hero was the first one I did that. I'm like, okay, what's going to happen next? You're like, um, that was the last one. And I went, what? what? But I need more. Let's watch no, it again. We have to go back seen and watch it again because I missed something. <laughs> and that's the point where people like myself, Carrie and Justin say, just please go read the manga. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rachel ain't got time for that shit. I, I, I know, but... It's, um, it's one of those things, especially since it's one of one of my favorite things about the, the the past year of anime, is the fact that it is such a faithful rendition of the manga. Like frame by frame. Legit. Um, but yeah, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Just I was it's going happy. to happy. Yeah, it is. I was going to put um um MMO Junkie on there, and I'm like, you know, I loved MMO Junkie. I really did. But if I'm gonna pick a happy anime, like Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is by and far the superior, of course, subjective, better anime than MMO Junkie. And then final one for anime, Twin Star Exorcists, so good. That finished after what, like forty or fifty episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's done. And it's real good the entire ride. I'll, I'll I'll have to finish the anime because I I stopped watching the anime and was continuing on with the manga and the manga got with the fridging really hard. They do that a little bit. It is obvious that it is dude story and not a lady girl story, um, but it is it, it, it's it's still like it is still really good from start to finish um admittedly yeah they, they do put her into a fridge a little bit but it's it recovers i don't think she's been in a chapter in the manga in almost a year oh that's real weird that's really weird um any other animes that we want to talk about real quick um no yeah. no I mean- <laughs> Let me predict one from Carrie. You ready? Soccer request. Yes, because (laughs) yes, no, I'm because yeah, it's fun and lighthearted, but I also identify so strongly with these young adults embarking on their lives and not really knowing what the fuck they want to do with themselves. And you get to know these people and their struggles, and you see yourself reflected in them. And then you get to the ending and it all comes together. And I mean, Josh remembers me sobbing like a baby during that last couple episodes because it just hits you that hard. But in this 
incredibly beautiful, bittersweet kind of way. And it was just one of those that just spoke to me. Um, also, this year I was finally sucked into Dragon Ball and enjoying every second of it. Um, and Josh introduced me to Outlaw Star before the year was over. Oh. You had never watched Outlaw Star? You nope. missed it in, in the original Toonami slash Adult Swim run. Oh, man. She got me the Blu-rays for Christmas, and it was amazing. Was that the legit ones that you wanted or the ones that she surprised the shit out of you with? with the wrong that was the one she tricked me with because she stopped me from buying myself the Big O Blu-rays, <laughs> which also something I love dearly. But when I when I unwrapped the Outlaw Star, it's like, ah, uh, Carrie, are you ready for the hypest opening of the '90s? <laughs> right. <laughs> what happened was I saw him leave a comment on an anime fix post asking how much the set was, and when we went there, I managed to sneakily buy it right in front of him without realizing it. Nice. And then when I handed him a Blu-ray box set taped package it was not the big o he knew was coming but the outlaw star instead the other big o <laughs> the other big o the big outlaws yeah that's the one i faked him out on so you've seen the whole series already right uh, not yet. i have seen the first 8 9, nine. episodes first disc we marathon um <laughs> i can't remember what episode the i'm just going to say one word the cat episode She's been introduced. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the person. I'm talking about the cats. Okay, that hasn't popped up yet. Okay, you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm I'm pretty certain, yeah. But funny funny thing about the Blu-rays for Outlaw Star is the fact that it gives you, you know, the whole dual dual audio option. You can watch, you know, the the actually pretty quality dub. Yeah. That we that we got when we were younger. Or Which you is watch... saying something for that era. Yeah, for a late '90s dub, like. It the was voices, the voices were real good. Yeah. Um, or you can watch the subtitled version with the Japanese voices, which I'd never heard. And surprise, surprise, those of us who watched the original Outlaw Star and had Aisha Clan Clan's voice grind on every last one of our nerves, she's actually much more palatable in the sub in the original Japanese audio, and it's actually kind of like entertainingly adorable. Because of course, being that she's an alien cat girl, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, w- when she's saying what or things of that nature, it's nyani. Oh. It's hilarious because it's like, oh my god, you awful bastards went with that pun. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, you can still watch the dub, CJ, and it still holds up. Good. Good. Um... All right. Anything else on anime? Um, not actual anime, but still something animated from this past year that's been real good is DreamWorks Voltron. Oh, oh yeah! Yes. yes. I was wondering who was going to bring that up. Of course, yeah. the giant robot. Guy. Like I would not bring up the giant robot TV shows. Oh my god, that series is so good. I haven't watched the most recent season. I think I got like a couple episodes into it and then something probably worked stopped me. Yeah. But everything about that show has been absolutely fantastic. Between the updated story with the little nods to the original cartoon <laughs> in yeah. the most cheesiest and glorious <laughs> fashions. 
the characters that they added that weren't in the original series, you know, just everything about it is so quality. And of course, because it's DreamWorks and also being worked on by the people who made Legend of Korra and Avatar, absolutely beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Yeah, I, I that series, I mean, it's... It, the audience is your teen demographic but the now, i'm fairly the, sure the audience is us because it is one the legend of Korra and two the people who have voltron boners from when they were little true so, this is hey guys come watch this cool thing that's based on something dad watched yeah exactly so i'm fairly <laughs> sure down like, in the demo is us but i like that there's not very much there's like one or two filler episodes in there but because they they have very limited uh, series like it's only like twelve episodes per season, I think, ten or twelve. Something uh, like that, yeah. Yeah, I think it's twelve. Yeah, and they're thirty-minute episodes, right? Thirty minutes or an hour? They're thirty minutes. They're thirty minutes. Yeah. They I, can I think have a couple too of them much. run a little longer, but that's because they've got like real shit going on. Yeah, I mean they can't put a lot of fluff in there, like Legend of Korra. Lord, Legend of Korra was like story every episode. Yeah, it was. That's why Nickelodeon can't just run like three episodes of it or marathon it because it is such you have to have that it's a meal it's got heft yeah you can't just like marathon it oh yeah i watched one episode no you have to watch the whole thing to actually enjoy it unlike other serialized series exactly uh speaking of serialized series tv time um I'm not, I'm gonna get off the list. Watch Mr. Robot. It is really great. If you don't mind mind fucks, that's all I'm gonna put on that one because literally, it, literally anything else is a spoiler for Mr. Robot. I've, right. I've heard it's kind of like um, it's Fight hacker Club fight club. It's hacker it's fight club, and yes. like the technology that they use for it, the terminology, the technology, how you do things is actual on there. It is 100% true to form. And that so, is so it's not like the hackers movie with the cookie monster virus. Yes. No, not. <laughs> love the cookie monster virus. It is, it is 100% true to form and I fucking love it. Like, and, but like I said, anything, literally saying anything. I mean, even saying hacker fight club is a freaking spoiler. Yeah. That is um, how much, that is how intricate and dense this show is. It's three seasons in just, just go, just go, but just go. you are going to lose your mind getting there. Uh, um, Speaking of losing your mind, watch fucking Legion. Um, it's on FX. They are not afraid to drop uh, violence and F-bombs and just screw with you internally. But it is the, one of the best mutant shows out there. Also, The Gifted is real fucking good. <laughs> I've heard that. Um, uh, talking about TV shows, oh, one that I saw last year, started watching, that I've seen bits and pieces of, uh, Lucifer. Yeah, Lucifer's really, really great. Oh, and the actor that they have played Lucifer, he is so charismatic. He's sexy. You could be the straightest person in the world and think that that man is sexy. (laughs) Charming. He is so like... Yeah, he will charm... Regardless of your sexual orientation, he will charm you out of your pants. (laughs) Charm you out of your... I need that on a business card. That's my new business card. Um... Uh... I think that is it for my S4 shows. Um, so now, uh, shout out to DuckTales. Oh, woo-woo. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
Um, <sighs> that oh, pilot, though. The, uh, All of it's good. All of it is really, really good. Oh, uh, right before we leave uh, TV shows. I'm not done uh, yet. Not done oh, yet. we're not? Okay. Oh, no. I'm just pounding through the S4 stuff because, hey, I want you to go listen to my other show. Okay. <laughs> I have ulterior motives. Kind of the reason why I was like, hey, don't listen to what I'm going to say about Angel Bag is right here. Go watch the show. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Rachel, you ready to tag team the good doctor? Whoa. One being one what is yeah. Whoa. Being one what? of the best shows of... Uh, in TV this year, I made fun of Rachel because she's a thirty-something mom, and I'm like, "Oh no, oh god, Rachel's falling into the thirty-something mom shows like Grey's Anatomy and shit." Okay, for those of you that don't know, I'll do the overview of this. The <laughs> about a young man who is extremely autistic, very high functioning, who happens to have a doctorate. He's now a surgical resident at a hospital out in Texas. It opens up with a sign landing on a young child, glass sign, in an airport. They scream, get a doctor. So a doctor shows up. It's not him. Well, this doctor is effing things up left and right. And here here comes the good doctor. And he goes, you're, 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 you're strangling him because he's got a shard of glass in his jugular vein. I'm sorry, aortic vein. No, jugular, I was right. No, I took the glass out. He goes, this is a child. Quite literally, this this is a child. Your hand is too high. If that was a full-grown adult, it would be fine. But you are strangling him. Lo and behold, the dude moves his hand down a little bit. The kid breathes. Okay. He has his brain, as we know, autism wires the brain slightly differently properly done autism by the way 100 yes. to the dot and in watching this in the first 15 minutes i fell in love with him also should point out that it's freddie highmore the guy who did autism well as well in august rush so yes. uh i don't know where he gets his like um ability to act as one an american and two mentally disabled or mentally challenged or different not nor a normal but this boy's got talent, and he's really freaking good at this. Yeah. So within the first 15 minutes, here I am calling my mother, and she's like, oh, I've already seen it. Call me back when you're done. <laughs> okay. I'm now texting CJ going, okay, you've lost me for the next, like, two days. Why? Bye. <laughs> the good doctor, Netflix and chill, binge watching, bye. I'll see you at five. Uh, speaking of Netflix and chill, thank you, Edgar Allan Ho, for the sub. Thank you. Oh, thank you! Woo! Yay! Thank you! Yay. So, um, watching this, I'm seeing my nephew when yeah. he was younger with, with that same one line of focus, the inability to talk to people, and one of the things that he says in one of the episodes is, I am autistic. I don't understand functions of human, or I don't understand the proper social cues. Please excuse me. And he walks into the room, says something completely off the wall that is appropriate for the situation, but could have been, you know, said a little more gently. And you kind of go, oh, God, what did he just say to this poor patient? He gets called out by one doctor who's a total asshole, and he doesn't seem to understand that he is not just putting him through the ropes to see what he can do, but he's being a dickhead to him. 
but he's so not used to these social norms that you're sitting there going, this guy's an asshole, stop being a dick to him! And he's just like, Don't you hurt okay. my precious little muffin! I'll go do that. I mean, he- Yeah, he exa exactly, exactly. Like, this is, this is the smile you want to protect. Protect it! <laughs> he has a nurse following him. Turns around to the nurse and goes, Okay, for today, she is your boss. Whatever she says goes. Well, 12.31 a.m., there's an emergency. You are no longer my boss. It is a new day. He goes over and does what he was going to do anyway. Nice. <laughs> I'm like, I love you. I love you and your literal autistic self. I like, want to hug you. There are literal people like this, right? Yeah, Brendan. Yes. You don't know. You don't know. I'm off off camera, bro. But Brendan is 100% this. Br Brendan, mm. when he puts his mind to something, that is it. He is in the Air Force right now, and bless him. He's doing things that everybody was like, oh, he'll never do this. He'll never do that. He'll never get this. He'll... No, he's he wrote when he was 14. I'm going into the Air Force. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to work on a um, F-15 fighter jets. Guess what? He's going to tech school to work on F-15 fighter jets. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, so... the, that's, that's the funny thing about autism and what a lot of people don't seem to understand about it is it's not so much a mental deficiency as it is just the brain working in a way that we don't understand because it's yep. not the way our brains are wired. My little I, brother is autistic. He's higher functioning. He hasn't been doing so great lately because the school systems have been kind of been fucking him over, but he is an absolutely brilliant kid in his own right. Yeah. And like the Brendan the, in school, he squeaked by, I, I won't lie. C's get I, degrees in my nephew's world. I actually, how he got his education. I have a, um, I have a peer-reviewed, published in a scientific journal uh, theory about uh, autism being the next step of human evolution. I have read that, and it is an excellent theory because the thing about evolution is it's not oh look, human is evolving. Dun dun dun. Exactly. Oh, look, what the dun, fuck is wrong dun, with you? It's this isn't quite right. Give it a few generations, and maybe it should sort itself out based on environmental stimuli. I don't know the That's the thing of that. I wrote that when I was 15. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Good Doctor is just, it's really great. It's on uh, mid-season hiatus for the winter break. Uh, it's only six episodes out right now. It's on ABC. Bad. It's on ABC. It's really, really great. My kids are even watching it through and through. So Yeah, we, we woke up the other morning and my daughter had started it at the beginning and she yeah. was watching it. And my She's son's like, going, I don't want to watch. She goes, shut up. I'm busy watching this. It's important. Um, well, it is a, it is important because much like with other subtypes of humanity, you know, it needs representation. You know, I see and like peek behind the curtain, something that absolutely rustles my jimmies to no end that will just flat out make me start disliking you regardless of how much or little I know of you. If you use autism as an insult, yeah, and that's the reason why you'll notice me even every time I even bring up the term autism, I'm like, and I have to bring it like when we were doing our thing on um, the Star Wars: Eight, The Last Jedi. Um, I, I mentioned autistic Lando, and Josh kind of got like shoulders squared. I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm. <laughs> this is me we're talking about here. I'm not using that as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 but that's the sad thing is it's, it's a reflex for me at this point because yeah, anytime I, I see that's somebody the reason why I was like, like <laughs> a, a game chat or 
Facebook discussion or something stupid like that. So what are you autistic or something? It's like, oh, first fuck. of all, oh. fuck right off because there is absolutely nothing wrong with autistic people. Just like there was nothing wrong with gay people back when, oh, that's so gay was being thrown around as an insult. Yep. Just like there's nothing inherently wrong with anybody who has a mental retardation back when that's retarded was the insult. Mm-hmm. These are people. They are human beings. They are deserving of respect and any sort of dignity that can be given to them because yeah sometimes things don't exactly go well for them you know especially in cases like autism where they just can't grasp the social straws that we've grasped at since we were kids because our brains are wired the conventional way but what they can do is some things they can do some things that most of us can't even dream of i was watching a documentary about an autistic man who was flown over italy greece in a helicopter, heavily autistic to the point he couldn't even speak properly, like at all, I don't think. And then they put him in front of a whiteboard, and he draws flawlessly down to the number of windows every building they flew over. Yep. So the, the, the concept that it is the next step of the human brain's evolution, getting that more advanced processing power and ability to focus... I think is absolutely correct. Are we ever going to see a payoff to it in our lifetimes? I doubt it, but it is not a bad thing, and people need to be educated on that. And I'm going to get off my soapbox now. Sorry. No, and it's fine, but I mean, it does come back to the point of yeah, if you, especially if you have hangups on what autism actually is, like it, just watch this show, and it gives a yeah, it's a little Hollywooded, but not to a point where it's sinful. But it's also, it's also, there, there is one episode where Dr. Asshole, I'm just going to refer to him as Dr. Asshole, um, they bring an autistic boy in, and he's flailing, and he's screaming, and he's upset, and the good doctor walks out and says, you're scaring him, let him go, and he calms down. He has a bias towards another person with the same disability that he has. The parents of said child don't want to listen to anything that the good doctor has to say. Why? Well, you've got the same problem our son has. What if you freeze up like he freezes up? Asshole doctor actually goes, you know what? He's a member of my surgical surgical team. I have put him through more rigorous, demanding tasks then he probably deserved to be put through. He's on my team, or I'm not doing the surgery for your child. I've already got somebody prepped at this hospital for you. What do you want? And the autistic boy turns around and goes, no, I want Sean, which happens to be his good doctor's name, to be there. They had never taken into account what their child wanted because he was autistic. And that unfortunately happened a lot, but is getting a little bit better. But yeah. that is something interesting that I've noticed is that the, the people whose brains are wired differently, you know, the, the, the autists out there, they seem to understand when someone else has that similar altered wiring. Uh, my little brother actually knew one of his classmates was autistic before he was formally diagnosed, but oh, he yeah. didn't see it as anything wrong. He's like, oh, you've been hanging around. I, I, I don't know the kid's name, unfortunately. It's, you know, uh, you've been hanging around Billy lately. What's going on? 
I like him. He's like me. Hmm. Even at a varying degree. And it, it's a connectivity that they have. But, I, I mean, for that child to stand up and at 18, that the autistic boy was like, I want him. That was it. The parents were so dumbfounded. But I, I digress since we've gone on a total tangent. <laughs> yeah, I knew that you'd go off on. I kind of knew this would have been an issue when I brought this up. Um, the Doctor Who season for this year is really, really, really great. Uh, Peter Capaldi will miss you. Uh, Stephen Moffat, you did stuff. Uh, <laughs> you did a lot of things. <laughs> CJ, librarians. Hello, Lady Doctor. Hello, Lady uh, li- no, I don't think the librarians is one you're talking about. I think you're thinking about the magicians. With, oh, no, I've got both of them on here. Thank you. Uh, magicians is grown up Harry Potter, including sex and cursing and drinking. It's awesome. It's really freaking good. And and it, they even reference the fact that Harry Potter exists. And yeah, they're like, we're beyond adult Harry Potter. And then the two main characters go out and then point. Right. Like, <laughs> okay. Yep. It, it's on sci-fi, but like the uh, on-demand and the one on Netflix is uncensored and Mm, so good. So, 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 so good. You want to put that wand where? <laughs> well, they, Why does like... everything smell so good? Your doppelganger hasn't discovered cocaine yet. That was the wand from last night. That's all I remember falling asleep with. Your doppelganger hasn't discovered cocaine yet. Show title. It's so good. Show title. Show title. <laughs> He's walking around going, it smells so good in here. There's so many good smells. Yeah, that's because your doppelganger hasn't discovered cocaine, and you're like, <laughs> yes. what? It's it is it's bizarre and fun, and the first two seasons are on Netflix, and it's just it's so good to watch. Oh, and all I'm gonna say and watch CJ's face, CJ, battle magic fairy. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Um, and then the librarians, which is American Doctor Who, and brilliant. It is brilliant. It really is. All right. Um, TV else before we get into movies. Um, I don't do a whole lot of TV. We cut our cable subscription this year. so Nice. Legit. Good choice. Um, uh, Frontier, actually. Netflix original series. Um, they're not Netflix original series. It's like Discovery Canada and then Netflix got involved for the second season. Uh, stars Jason Momoa. Uh, takes place in the 1800s during the fur trade in Canada and is real good. It is it is very intense. It is there's there's some violence and some gore, but yeah, it's basically it's the untamed Canadian Quebec wilderness when the British uh government ruled everything and you have all these competing uh, fur trapping companies trying to vie for economic and political dominance. And so it's basically like Game of Thrones meets the North American frontier meets Jason Momoa in the lead. Does he have a shirtless moment at least once? I think so. Okay, then I'll start watching it. <laughs> I think so, because I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember... It's what- the thing is, it's like it's in Canada. It's in winter. It's about the fur trade, so people tend so he's to dress got hard very nipples warm. with fur on his shoulders. I'm okay with this. Oh. Um, he does get to kill a lot of people. Sweet. Um, but yeah, it's it's a real good show. Um, 
Got, gotta give some love to uh, Stranger Things. Won't harp on it because I know CJ doesn't like it all that much, but I enjoyed it at the end. <laughs> Apparently, I am the one who that, does not like it. That like, might also be I the show title. Dar- I am the Daryl versus Thor Ragnarok for this. I haven't watched it yet. Give it a shot. It's pretty good. I, I Every time I go to look at it, I'm like, no, the kids are up. I probably shouldn't. Uh. But yeah, season and gore on the good doctor yeah but yeah season two of frontier came out uh actually last month i think and yeah it's 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 real good yeah i mean i i don't watch much tv all the stuff i watch is online and doctor who i watch it through the app uh can i can I add a category to best things watched? What's that? Best live show. Are you going to say the Christmas Carol? Uh, no, I'm going to say the Proto Men. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. They put uh-huh. on a damn good show, and Orlando is one of their favorite places to go because the Florida fan scene is so embracing of them. So if you like Mega Man and or rock operas and or the 80s, go to a Proto Men show. If you like all three things, bring a change of pants. Bring a change of pants. <laughs> <laughs> Two of those three things I'm in on. Um, um, before we leave the TV space, though, I do want to give out a mention to uh, 13 Reasons Why this year. I actually, I'm the one person that enjoyed that show, apparently, but... That's that's a whole nother kettle of fish that we don't have time to get into, but um, I I thoroughly enjoyed it for for what it was trying to be. Legit, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. It it was definitely a good conversation piece as Gosh, far as yeah. a media presentation went, because Gosh, yeah. the fact that so many people talked about it meant that it did something. Right. You know whether people loved it or hated it. It evoked it, yeah. feeling and thought and conversation. Yeah, it did yeah. something and got people watching something that has such a major um, stigma against it. Yeah. But I just wanted to throw that out there before we left TV. No, and nope. that's, that's legit. Uh, movie time. Um, <laughs> so, everybody's movie this year, uh, favorite movie this year is Wonder Woman, right? Yes. Yep. We we did um, an entire two hour episode on it. So <laughs> the end. Merry Christmas. Because because again, I mean, for, first of all, Wonder Woman is the only reason I think any of us were willing to give Justice League much of a chance. Yep. Second no one, of all, yeah. it was a movie that absolutely needed to happen for all of the reasons that we loved it so much. Right. And it was just it was a good movie. Thirteen like, reasons why we love aside, Wonder Woman. Even aside from every all of the fantastic and great things it did for women and media and you know its parent company, it was just genuinely a good movie. Yeah. So okay, because because we're touching on the movies at this point, yeah. as I said, the three top movies this year starred strong women. Yes. Star Wars The Last Jedi with 54 million. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast with 504 million. 
And Wonder Woman with 412 million. I forgot about Beauty and the Beast. The next that after that is Guardians of the Galaxy with 389 million. Does this tell you Which something? Which has a strong woman right up there with them. So. Which, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, other two uh, other two movies on the top of my list of um, you know movies that we're not going to really hound on too much because we did stuff on them. Spider Man Homecoming and The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Spider Man Homecoming. Oh my <laughs> yes. god! Listen to that rant review. I, I put that as a dishonorable mention. Sorry, I, D- that was D- one Dale's, of are, Dale's opinions are valid, even if we dis- disagree with them. No, because they're not. That, yeah. That's the thing about any sort of art form is yeah. that there is room for interpretation and dissenting opinions, and it is the fact that those exist that give us the feelings that we do about this movie. That it's the whole of light and shadow. If you don't, if everybody feels the same way about something, it's not going to stand out. Right, and I think part of the. Part of the problem was an expectations thing, and the same. Possibly. But yeah. it was it was the um, Captain America um, syndrome that Spider Man Homecoming unfortunately suffered from. So, but that's a whole other tirade. Only to you because you're wrong. Um, oh, one movie that I saw last year that was new to it wasn't new to me. I knew it existed, but the first time I saw it was last year was Cooper and the Two Strings. <gasps> yes, yeah. that was. Uh, we'll get to just, uh, I actually, there's a reason why I'm going to stop you on that one, because reasons. <laughs> but stop right there for a moment. We'll get back to that. I promise you that will not. There will be a payoff, row I'm not just stopping you because I'm a dick. I promise you. <laughs> yes. Seven hundred and twenty-two movies, according to Box Office Mojo, last year, and the top three have the four have really strong freaking women characters in there, and that's awesome uh, because that we needed it. Happy. Um, second favorite movie of the uh, year last year, The Greatest Showman. Still need to see that. It is. Oh my it, God. It's amazing. It is beautiful. It is flawed, but because it is flawed, it is. It just adds to it. Um, but and here's your thought. It is a flawed movie about a man who takes in flawed characters. Yeah. And makes them the stars that they never thought that they'd be gives them some kind of platform that they never thought they'd have. If you have not listened to this is me, the, um, now the golden globe, uh, nominated song for best picture of the year. Um, it, it's, it is a hair raising, amazing song. Um, yes. and not a, like a Hugh Jackman in it. And that's the, and that's the thing. That song has none of the, uh, has none of the, uh, main person main draw to the show uh well the main two draws was just Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron um with their but, huge draws but that's a whole other story it is the song of quite literally the misfits no. to pull a uh to boot to pull a line from the movie it is a celebration of humanity and it was a great thing to watch at the end of the year of a year where humanity kind of took a step back in my opinion yeah mm-hmm. more than one. Oh yeah um, and then Coco. Everybody go see Coco, but prepare to uh, cry a river. Yeah, th- this this is what you'll need right here. You might Ma- want to supersize it. Many tissues. I'm holding up a beautiful box with a butterfly on it, and it's a box of tissues. I normally don't get choked up in movies, but it kind of got me towards the end. I only get choked up at movies where an animated character voiced by Vin Diesel potentially dies. <laughs> um, 
Honorable mention for best worst movie, new to Rachel and CJ this year. Right! I want to go see yeah. it in I did not. I, I did not. <laughs> I, I, I do not want to talk about it. It is not great. Yes, I love it. Master artist because of it. Yes, and the Master Artist is so amazing, you I guys. I never see that. We never got to see it. it yeah, I never so got to see it either. Amazing. That was in theaters. Oh I did not God. see it. I did not. But the room is going not. back into theaters next week, and I want to go see it. I want to go see it. I did not see it when it was in theaters. It's I did like not. Rocky Horror level, yeah, like yeah, in theaters. The water bottle. So. It'll make it easier. Everybody throw not. footballs at the screen. Bullshit. And spoons. They throw spoons at the screen. Oh my god, the spoons. Yeah, like I said, apparently like it, it's Rocky Horror level, and that's the reason why I'm like, we really should go and do a thing where Wait, we are. Wait, are the spoons a real thing? Yes, the spoons are a real thing. In the movie, <laughs> when, on the mantle face. In the apartment, no, there are everybody spoons. like spoons are a thing that people bring to the thing. From what I've never seen a viewing of it in theaters, I just can I can say like the because this kind of lit a fire under my butt watching this movie. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, it's, DJ's goal for 2018 is to get in contact with uh, Tommy Wiseau. Oh my god! To get him to come onto the Geek IO show. Yes. I regret to inform you guys. <clears throat> I might feel a bug coming on that night. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> sick already, I, I'm and I don't think it's gonna happen. But I'm sick already. <laughs> yeah, he's super hard to get. But I, I, I have actually, I have, uh, I have done my journalistic integrity, and I may or may not have found a Greg Sistero. On the other hand, I would love to have him on the show. Um, I would love to have uh, um, Mark on the show. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I've I've tried to I've thought about trying to get a hold of Mark, um, but just just the fact of having Tommy Wiseau, like, <laughs> I already the, the question that. is, I'll come on for the Mark one, and be like, oh hi, Mark. That, that, that's the thing is, would we break him? Is if he jumped into the Zoom and all of us were immediately, oh, oh hi, Mark. <laughs> he just hangs up. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> it just <laughs> hangs like, up. Disconnect meeting closed. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was so right. worth it. Any other movies uh, to uh, talk about before we move on? Yes. Uh, Blade Runner 2049 is amazing. Don't listen to what anyone tells you, even though just don't trust my judgment, but Blade Runner 2049 is amazing, and it is just... It's one of those movie epics. It's such an epic movie uh, that you really just have to be patient with and, and stay and with. four and a half hours to watch. Exactly, and if you've got nine hours to spend spare on a Sunday afternoon, as it turns out, I did. I'd rather be fighting a boss than watching that movie. <laughs> You'd much um, rather fight I'm... the boss in that movie. I really fucking enjoyed Lego Batman movie. Oh yeah, man. Friends off. That was this year. Jeez. Right. Like it's I just long yeah. It's it takes a Lego movie to write a compelling Batman story that makes me want to watch it. And you have Tara Strong back as uh, Harley Quinn, which is nice. Yeah, Tara um, Strong is amazing. She is. Uh, Justice League is still bad. Me, just in case. Watch Kubo and the Two Strings. Dude, <laughs> trust me. All right. So, are you ready for the payoff on this one? Yeah. All right. So, best Geek IO shows of uh, 2017. First one I put up. Want to put up there? 193. You want to know why 193? 
Is it Surrender? It's a review. It, it, no, it's it's out gushing over Kubo and the two strings. No, that's 213. 193 is the first appearance of these two people on the bottom oh, right. Yeah, it was me. Hey. 213 is us gushing over Kubo and the two strings. I'm that sorry, Josh and Carrie. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I mean, as far as other best moments of 2017 was Carrie and I's random decision on our day off to camp outside of a GameStop and happen to overhear CJ getting upset about something. <laughs> Probably something <laughs> I said on the show, no doubt. No. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah seriously. I, I, I looked and I'm like, all right, I have to figure out when they came on. And I actually went back and read all of our notes, every single one of our notes. Um, yeah, it was a slog. And brought the, and got all this taken care of. And I'm like, you know, my first one that I want to bring on is absolutely 193. Um, but I mean, definitely up there with that is 213 with Kubo and the Two Strings Rant and Review, which is probably the most fun that I've wa- had watching the movie and doing a rant and review about it. Probably right. one of our shortest rant and reviews, too. And that actually did something for the rant and review of the fact that, like, maybe great movies like this. Right. Maybe not great for rant and reviews. Um, well, yeah, because th- we can't tear them apart because there's nothing to break down. Exactly. So Kubo and Two Strings did a great thing with pretty much unifying us behind a movie that's damn near perfect. Isn't but it our record holder? It is our record holder. I be- I'm like 90% sure it's our record holder. Maybe uh, Force Awakens might be up there with it. But um, yeah. it's definitely... Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, those are those are the top three. But like Kubo and Two Strings actually did a lot for us and unifying us as a group um, during a time where I know I know I personally during this time was a little um, short. There was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there was a ton of stuff going on, and I was just kind of um, trying to get over a bunch of stuff for myself, and also trying to you know organize things here and. Kuma and Two Strings did a great job of unifying us. And Dale broke the stream. <laughs> <laughs> um, since Which we're going that- into episodes, uh, Kubo was one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. Um, live from Dragon Con with yep. Dale. 211 with Dra- our Dragon Con show is just brilliant. So good. Um, and uh, because it was you, me, Rachel, and Dale. Yeah. And um, McFarlane. Yeah, uh, McFall. McFall. Um, Whose first name escapes me right now? Charles. Charles, <laughs> yes. Sorry, uh, Charles. And my number one episode last from last year mm. is our special <laughs> Manipool Thursday <laughs> night. 213, <laughs> baby. Never, rip, never forget. 213. 213, never forget. And while while Dale is uh while Dale is still uh back on camera now yes. uh, on my list as well was two hundred and two the first ever appearance of Duck Step. Oh yes! <laughs> oh, and that was the that was the episode. I I behind the scenes I do need to I have a hard limit right now, but two hundred and two was the story, the story of CJ's extra long combo deal if memory serves me correctly with with justin robert young cj's embarrassing bodies episode is what i labeled yes. that as yeah <laughs> justin robert young uh, entitled 
you guys were not in the room, Josh and Carrie, with him remixing it at like different <laughs> right at, at Dragon at, Con. At Dragon Con, he right. was going slower and then faster and then really. It was really like an hour of it. That's. No, Dale's Dale coming off the plane out of the the, the mono the mono train that we have down here, monorail train. Right. And CJ just holding his phone up with duck step. With a picture <laughs> of a stare and the big box. I've ever seen Dale turn so freaking red. Like he would have been shining brighter than his beautiful pink headset right now. And then I turned around and walked straight back onto the flight, and and I quit the next day. Funny story. True story. Finally, you quit the next day. <laughs> also, episode one ninety six, dishwasher kangaroo jerky. That was that. That is my honorable mention. Is one ninety six uh, uh, kangaroo dishwasher jerky? Was that jerky. when we went crazy? Yeah, that, that, was, that, that was the one uh, with um, Jay Hammond C without me on the show, uh, where you guys just went on this really weird tirade with the guest. Which, by the way, I fucking love. It was great. I re-listened to that episode the other day, and it was just all sorts it's of real what good. The... It's real good. You guys clicked with Jay Hammond C. That was just a, a, a fa- on a fantastic level. Right. Um, um, and he's, birthday, he was My dog. birthday cards against humanity episode was real great. I love that yeah. one because Josh and Josh and Carrie added a new newness to uh, cards against humanity, which has subjected the has subjected everybody else to every year. Um, right. That was not there before, and I freaking love for it. Um, and honorable mention goes to well, episode two hundred, of course. Of course, uh, we we passed the two hundred episodes. Um, episode two hundred was that wasn't the one. We were all just having an off day, and it turned out to be probably one of the best episodes we've ever done. Was that episode? Oh, was that when I I think two hundred was when I did a uh, quiz, right? Or something. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. But there was something that happened that we all just went so far off the rails, and it was just this amazing. Yeah, moment. the thing is that like really good shows, but, we go uh, off the rails. But unfortunately, it's like three hours long. Right, <clears> like, like this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I do have to head off. Uh, apologies, I do have a hard limit. Um, so, um, and but, just really quick though, before we do that, um, sure. I do have a disappointment for the year. Just really, really quick. Okay. Episode one hundred ninety-eight, the random review of Sausage Party. Oh. Uh, which I went back and listened to, and the fact, not only the fact that uh, it kind of the op- polar opposite of Kubo, bad movie, and we did not enjoy actually like talking about it. Like, right. we were all kind of forcing ourselves to be entertaining, and I could, and it came through. So, right. uh, that kind of put a hard, like, Kubo and Two Strings and Sausage Party put my two limits, and both of those happened this year for Ray. Uh, right. Your, your, your hard limits. Hard yes, limits. my hard limits. Th- th- those movies are just the tip. Anything else is okay. Jesus. All right. Uh, so, anything else on self-indulgent bullshit before we let Dale go? I love mm. you, people. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, let's go ahead and wrap this up then. Um, that won't take more than ten minutes. <laughs> I can squeeze yeah. out ten minutes. No, we got we got this. All, All right. right. Um, who's in the notes? Hey, Rachel. Uh, you can join what? us live at ten p.m. What are we doing Eastern. next? Oh yeah, I got to do that for first. <laughs> <laughs> 
You join us live Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash geekio show. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do so. Geekio show, gmail.com, Twitter, Facebook, all of the social medias are slash geekio show. If you are so inclined, give us a call. Geek Hotline, 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. Remember, you can support this show and everything that we do on the Geekio network over at patreon.com slash geekio. Hey, CJ, move your mouse so I can actually see what I'm reading. <laughs> Thank you. What are we doing next week? Hopefully I don't, you know, completely hack this person's name apart. Uh, next week we have author of Lessons from Little Ones. Oh, God, I need some of those. Children know success. Do you? Nick Burton? Yep, close <laughs> enough. If I hacked it apart, I'm sorry, is joining us. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, January my, of Yes, my friends. My, my second least favorite bumper now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now it's time for the Geek I.O. Winter Movie Smackdown update. A bunch All of right. stuff happened. Uh, by. <laughs> uh, Smackdown shuffle over the holidays and turns out that no one could stop the power of a Nintendo 64 game or pitchy bitches as Jeff starts 2018 out with a bang but with Raul's insanely long fingernails on a movie poster will it be, will be enough to take him down ending their runs by their figures and pitch perfect 3 entering the second week's nothing opening this week the movie that Raul's gonna win the movie draft with Insidious The Last Key um I think we might have settled that into what we're going to get. Maybe Josh might get a little bit higher, but I predict Jeff will win this. Right now with $29.2 million, Jared Budlong is in second place with $20.6 million. Carrie's in third place. Star Wars having a major drop-off, bringing her to $18.2 million. Josh is in fourth place with $11.1 million. Fifth place is Raul with 7.5. I am in last place with 6.1. My my guess is this is where we're going to end it. This is going to be the exact limit. This is going to be what we're getting at. One through right. six. That is my bet. All right. So this week <laughs> on the Kikayo Network, Genetic Live Show is doing a best of 2017 series. The Great Burger Debate of 2017 oh. and the Greatest Hits of 2017 are up uh, and this Sunday, join Dell and CJ for the biggest stories of 2017. Th- th- there's a theme going on There's here. a theme here that I should really not put in the notes, but anyway. And a quick how-to guide on crypto kitties. Your do- what? Bow <laughs> <laughs> doesn't read the show notes before the show. Uh, also, go to youtube.com slash generic life show for a new channel trailer. It is an adventure through time. Which I've seen it and it is amazing. It is it so really good. Is. In this week's episode of The Manor Pool, Ooh. the party goes running in the rain after Remy. We found out some new things about our giant friend. Discovery uh, is magic. Yes. Uh, Anime Otaku Show talks finales of Junin Tyson, season finale of Food Wars, and what makes Ancient Magus Bright damn near perfect and more. Yeah, dude. Indeed. Oh, boy. We got some uh, show's title candidates. Yes, we do. And sort by votes is off. Uh, there you go. We uh, have... What's the link again? 
showbot.tv slash geekioshow.showbot.tv That is. It, oh, it, it changes in your browser. I was just reading. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Either um, one works. Either one. Uh, we have on to the nudes. Five years. Your cat gets bigger. Tell me Australia's better. And then the ending happened. Hey, to look pretty, like real life. A disappointment I keep going back to. Aloy is Baloy. Breath of the Wild Joy. 300 hours on what? We remotely hang out and ha a lot and have similar tastes. They're not the same person. Appropriately sized man hands. Persona jump. Dance dance persona. Switching it up, yo. Ga 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 ga. <laughs> the other big O. Yanni. Charm you out of your pants. You want to put that wand where? Your doppelganger hasn't discovered cocaine yet, and a bunch of stuff happened. Uh, and, and a writing candidate for something something Dale something something. Oh yeah, there's no show titles with Dale in it this week. Yay! That time. Combo breaker. <laughs> yeah, c c c c combo breaker. Combo breaker. Yeah, I mean, Your Dale-Pulganger Dale hasn't discovered around. cocaine yet. <laughs> yeah, Dale-Pulganger. <laughs> Your Dale-Pulganger. <laughs> Alright, uh, we, we hang out, we all hang out and have a lot of similar tastes is our show title. <laughs> Which is a great way to end off 2017, kick its ass to the curb, and move on into a better, brighter, more amazing 2018. With this outro that I'm about to play. Oh no! <laughs> it's a joke. Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I hope you've enjoyed this UK Media Network production. Copyright 2018, you see how that works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs> Dale, you are a gem. <laughs> Thank you, I try. <laughs> <laughs>